Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and shared the tarot energy for the next two weeks. I also shared the things that I appreciated about Netflix series Made, along with the things that I enjoyed about Miss Tabitha Brown's book, Feeding the Soul. Um, if you like that episode or any Avocado and Honey podcast episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Thank you. <laughs> Now for today's episode, I want to talk about red flags when it comes to dating apps. This uh, episode is definitely inspired by Twitter. If you've been on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. But along with sharing the red flags when it comes to dating apps, I want to share my thoughts um, on a couple of dating apps that I've been on as well as share my favorite icebreaker question. Yes, like everyone loves when I ask this question. Like they just... They just love it. And I love it, too. Um, But before I get into that, I kind of want to just share like my my dating app usage history, I guess. (laughs) Um, I started like using dating apps back in 2015 Uh, when I moved to New York and I didn't know a single soul. I used Tinder actually uh, to meet people. But Tinder was in a completely it was a completely different type of app than what it is now. Um, Also, I am the type of dating app user who would download the app, keep it on my phone for like a month, two months max, and just see who I connect with, whoever like, you know, I'm vibing with, I'll give them my number or vice versa. And then we connect off the app. And then after a month or two, like I'm deleting the app because it gets overwhelming. And it just takes a lot of energy, like to keep up, like talking to a whole bunch of people on these apps. Um, I've also been using the dating apps a lot more recently because um, for research purposes, I'm like writing a series on dating. So I feel like let me get more dating experiences in so I can have some shit to write about. Um, But I recently just re-downloaded a dating app just because like I want to date. (laughs) And um, yeah, but like back when in 2015, I wasn't I'm using dating apps for some serious type shit, but now I'm in a space where it's like I'm taking dating a lot more serious um, because I, that's just the space I'm in. Like, you know, I want to be a lot more intentional with the time and energy that I give out. So uh, there's some background on my dating app history. Uh, so first, let's go ahead and talk about the dating apps, the things that I like and don't like. Um, the first app I'm going to start with is Plenty of Fish. Plenty of Fish, I can honestly tell you I do not like it. (laughs) I did not like this app. I feel like the thing I don't like most about it was just like the type of people that were on it, like no shade or anything. I just didn't vibe with almost everyone on there. It kind of felt like, you know, back in the day, like 20 like 2010 or something, like when people, when you be on those chat rooms and stuff, like, you know, younger and you ain't supposed to be on the chat rooms, but you on the chat room and just like how it's set up and like everything it's giving 2010 chat room vibes. And with that being said, it's giving the type of people who are on the, in these chat rooms in 2010 as well, my personal opinion. And I can honestly say that um, how I feel about Plenty of Fish has definitely been influenced by how I was introduced to the app. Um, I first heard about this app back when I was in college. 
I think it was like 2012, 2013. So I definitely wasn't on it. I was low key like side and people who was on it, you know, being judgmental when I shouldn't be like, yeah, I'm far from it now. But I was working at Massage Envy front desk with a whole bunch of people who did not look like me, could not relate to me. And um, yeah, one of the girls there was always on Plenty of Fish. She was always talking about it, sharing her dates. And honestly, in the back of my mind, I was just like, if you are on this dating app and you're telling me all these types of dudes are on here, this is not something I should be on. And so I kind of stayed away from Plenty of Fish until probably like a couple of years ago when I was just like, you know, downloading all these dating apps and trying again. And um, I downloaded Plenty of Fish and my experience confirmed that this is an app I should stay off of. But I'm pretty sure um, when it comes to all dating apps, it depends on your location. Um, and that will kind of determine the type of people that you will get on there as well. So keep that in mind when it comes to using apps. So for me, Plenty of Fish was a big no-no. I give it zero stars out of five, honestly. The next app uh, is Tinder. And like I said before, Tinder was like the first dating app that I ever like use, use. And Tinder was cool back in the day. Honestly, I felt like it was uh, like people on there were actually looking for like just connections, maybe not relationships, but like, you know, genuine connections. At least I think so. Um, When I downloaded Tinder a couple years after first using it in 2015, I realized that it's a completely different energy. I personally feel like a lot of people like Tinder is now the go-to app for when it comes to just like hookups. Like if you just want like a nice look one night stand or whatever, like I feel like Tinder is that app now. Like, and the one thing that like I appreciate it is that like a lot of people on Tinder don't sugarcoat it. Like, you know, you got a lot of people performing on these apps. When you go on Tinder, like in a bio, it just be like, I'm just trying to fuck. Like it, it's straightforward. So you can, you know, swipe left or swipe right if you want to, you know, like what Tab- Miss Tabitha Brown said, that's your business. But um, Tinder was definitely the pioneer of like the swiping left and swiping right dating app style. So um, Tinder, it depends on the location. I was on TikTok and I see a whole bunch of beautiful couples who've met on Tinder. Like there's still a lot of successful stories. It's just I feel it's going to take a lot of time <laughs> to find some people uh, like some dope people on there. So for Tinder, I would give it like I would give it like a three out of five. And honestly, before I go any further, I do want to say that when I get on these apps, um, I used to use these apps also just to like kind of fill a void. Like in a previous podcast episode, I was saying how like, you know, I feel like people are feeling trying to fill a void. Uh, And what I mean by that, it's like, you know, people are feeling lonely or feeling whatever and they just want attention. So they'll download an app or entertain people who they know they have no like true interest in just to fill like that, that void that they're currently feeling until it's they no longer feel it. And then they like, you know, they probably ghost you or just end whatever it is. Um, and the reason why I can identify this and, and, and I can tell when other people are doing it to me is because I used to do it, you know, and that's why I'm like, I'm in a space where it's just like, I want to be intentional with everything. I want to be intentional with the energy I'm giving out. So even if I get in like, you know, lonely feels or whatever, I'm not going to the apps to try to fill a void or whatever. So there's that. Um, yeah. So with Tinder, I would give it like a three out of five. And I feel like a lot of people use Tinder to feel those type of voids and when we get into the red flags you'll be able to identify like 
if they're doing that or if they're like, you know, actually checking for a genuine connection. And when it comes to these dating apps, like if you're like legit serious about like online dating or just dating in general, I feel like you should try them all because you never know. Like we all going to have our own individual experiences. And again, it depends on your location. Um, but this is just my experience. Oh, and also I want to say that I have completely different experiences when I get on Tinder, like searching for something. So like when I said earlier, if I'm like searching to fill a void or something like that and I get on like a dating app then like I feel like I have like a more negative experience because these people ain't doing what I'm expecting them to do even though they're not realizing that this is what they I'm hitting them up for or trying to match with them for you know um, but when I do have like the like no expectations in a sense like you know I'm downloading like yes I'm seeking to date and I'm being intentional with the people I match with and stuff like I want to meet people who are more serious but I'm not going on with the expectation of meeting someone right away like you know I'm downloading it getting the experiences and just taking each person each swipe for what they are instead of stressing myself out because again these people aren't living up to the expectations like I could think someone's beautiful and think they fly but then they saying all the wrong things and then like now I hate the dating app because this person didn't live up to my expectation even though like they're beautiful and shit y'all get me yeah so lately I've just been getting on these apps and just been experiencing like you know if we vibe we vibe we don't we don't like it's all love at the end of the day um so yeah there's that but with tinder I give it three stars (laughs) the next app I want to talk about is black spelled b-l-k and to me black is legit tinder just with black people like everything i said about tinder i feel like applies to black again just with black people which is dope it's a lot of beautiful black people on there but then you get the tinder type energy with people just trying to hook up and all the things i literally just said about tinder so i would give black three stars So the next two apps are honestly my favorite apps when it comes to dating. I feel like people on here take it a little bit more seriously. Um, I like Bumble. Um, Bumble, they also have like the friends where instead of dating, you can find friends and you can even like network on there and stuff. Um, But again, like I said earlier, I'm the type that delete and delete the app after a certain time. So um, I honestly didn't like make many friendship connections on there. And it's I can honestly take accountability for it. It's my fault. Like, yes, I probably like stopped responding and deleted the app. And then there's that. But with Bumble, when it comes to dating, I like it because I like Bumble because they can put their astrology sign on there. (laughs) And that's one thing I really like about it. And like just the way the app is set up, like the things that they ask in order for you to build your profile and stuff, you can tell that they're taking it a little bit more seriously. I'm not saying you're not going to find people who just want to fuck or just want to do whatever, waste your time. Um, But they are definitely taking a little bit more energy to do that when it comes to using Bumble. And um, I like Bumble. I like Bumble a lot. I will give Bumble four out of five. Um, My favorite app, my favorite dating app that I use that I... Uh, downloaded recently is hinge the one thing i love about hinge is that you can filter out race when it comes to uh the people that profiles that you want to see this is the only app that i feel that i believe that you can do this on so if you only want to talk to black people you can filter it filter it out if you only want to talk to you know a certain type of person you can filter it out and you can also filter it out according to other things but honestly that's the one thing i appreciate about hinge the most because on all the dating apps, if you don't have a filter like that, it's going to be a sea of Caucasians. And that is just not what I'm into. So 
Um, yeah, I appreciate Hinge for that. And Hinge, their whole tagline is like they want you to delete the app. So their whole goal is for you to match with someone and fall in love type shit. So I appreciate the effort. Another thing I appreciate about Hinge is that you don't have to write like a bio. Like you just answer a couple prompts, which, you know, could be annoying. But I like the fact that I don't have to write a fucking bio. Like I don't know what to, I never write a bio. Like, I, I almost never write a bio, but, you know, I always get tons of match because, you know, I'm I'm a hot tamale, you know, young tenderoni, cute and shit. So, um, but yeah, I like Hinge for that reason. And again, the same reason as Bumble is that, like, I feel that people take it dating a little bit more serious on Hinge. Not saying you're not going to find people who want to waste your time, but for the most part, a lot of people uh, take it seriously. So let's get into red flags. Okay, so when it comes to looking at people's photos, I feel like a red flag for me is if they only have like really close up selfies, like, you know, them uncle type selfies. And it's like, I don't know how it's a red flag. I think I just don't like it. Like, I think it it could be a red flag because they're going to be an uncle. Like if you're looking for that uncle type energy, then go ahead and swipe right on them. But if they only have them close up, like, you know, them uncle type photos where it's like, Every photo look exactly the same. Like, you're probably going to get some old head energy. Like, they're not up with the times. And it's just a waste of time, if you ask me. But if you're into that, maybe you know you're older yourself and you're looking for the uncle vibe. Then, yeah. And most most times, those type of people, like, even if you're looking for somebody to, like, an old head to pay your bills type shit. Like, they are not the old heads that's going to pay your bills. Like, they are the old heads that's going to that be out on a corner and shit. Like, probably catcalling. So, I think them close-up photos, them close-up selfies where it's, like, literally, like, forehead to chin and it's just, like, a weird face and every photo look the same. It's it's a no for me, dog. Another red flag is if they have suggestive photos with women. Um, I don't understand why people post photos with other women on their profile unless it's like their mom like I love seeing people with their mom on their photo like I think that or on their pie on their profile I think that's hella cute but if you're posting like cute ass photos with like the girl that you just met at the the at the club and shit like that like it's it's just weird so I would honest honestly swipe left on anyone who posts photos like that because it's just like what and not to mention I didn't say earlier, but Tinder is infamous for like swingers. It's a lot of couples on there who are looking for a third person to join type shit like that. So you'll see a lot of couple photos on Tinder. And if you into that, you know, go ahead and do your thing. But if not, you know, that's something to look out for. Like if they got a photo with another person where it looks like it could be their girlfriend, it's like, why? So go ahead and swipe left on them if you're not into that. And honestly, like, if they only have group photos on their bio, I think that's a red flag. I feel like that means that they probably don't form opinions on their own. They probably have their friends, like, really depend on their friends' opinions and what their friends think about them, which is not cute. Like, that's not someone you want to deal with because what if their friends ain't shit and, like, they're telling him to do all kinds of like, you know, suggesting all kinds of stupid shit. And now you have this dude who can't even think for themselves. Of course, what I'm saying doesn't apply to everyone who have these types of photos on their profile. But I'm pretty sure lots of them, lots of them 
are like this. So I don't fuck with a lot of people who have group photos. And then it's also like, who are you? Like, which one are you? Like, I'm not about to sit here and try to guess which one you are. Like, it's like a group of five people in each photo. Like, I don't know you. Okay. Your name is Adam, but which one of you motherfuckers is Adam? Like, I don't have time for that. Left swipe left. Okay. This going to sound crazy. Maybe not, (laughs) but I always swipe left on people who post like their white friends <laughs> on their dating apps. Like, of course, you know, it's not a red flag to have white friends. You know, my um, refrigerator is white or no, it's not as black. <laughs> my blinds are white. Of course, it doesn't matter. But um, if you go through all your photos in your photo album on your phone and the ones that you feel like you're most proud of are the ones with your white friends and you feel like these are perfect for a dating app to meet women or whoever you're looking to date like I one, I feel like you're not even trying to appeal to me you're trying to appeal to some other Caucasian like you're trying to see that you're trying to show that you're down with white people <laughs> like look at me I can vibe with you because I have white friends um or you're trying to show that you're too like you're just so like inclusive which is like whatever and um I just don't like it like I don't like it like I don't I've never matched with someone who did that, who've like had white friends. And it's like kind of the same as the group photos, but it's just like I've seen a couple people where it's like every photo, like I know it's him, whoever the person is, because he's the one common denominator in each photo. But when in each photo, it's a different Caucasian next to him. And I'm just like, like, what are you trying to say? (laughs) You know, like, I feel like it kind of speaks for itself. And I'm not. mm I'm not the one like I don't think so and let's let's just not waste any time and that's okay you know you have your preference or whatever but like let's not do it okay so you made it past the photos and you swipe right on a couple people right and now you're messaging and stuff actually before I get into the messaging when it comes to like prompts and bios like I love the people who are you know straightforward but again Keep in mind that everyone on these dating apps, you know, sometimes I don't think I over exaggerate. I just crack jokes in my bio and, you know, the niggas love it. But when it comes to like men on dating apps, I feel like almost all of them over exaggerate. Like, you know, I went on a, why well, we didn't even make it to a date, but I was talking to this dude and on his profile, he was like, I'm a chef. Like, you know, I do all this, this and that. And then so we're messaging and stuff. And I'm like, oh, how long have you been a chef? And he was like, chef, question mark. Like, I mean, I'm someone who cooks the food. I'm just like, well, you know, my bad. Like, you definitely said chef in your profile. Here's a screenshot. But uh, so just keep that in mind. Like, don't have that's why I'm saying don't have many expectations because like a lot of people over exaggerate of course it's never everyone but that's via my experience a lot of people over exaggerate and it may not be something as extreme as like their job it could be something as little as like their height like you know <laughs> no but like you know no I'm not trying to like you know diss short people or nothing because I, I date all sizes of men but um just keep that in mind so um, when you are on someone's profile, like a big red flag for me is when they're just like hella demanding or their focus is on like what they don't like in a woman. Like, you know, like don't hit me up if you ain't got no full body pictures. Like this is shit I've actually seen on people's profiles. Like don't swipe right if like you need somebody to take care of you. Like it's just like, okay, mister, you're obviously projecting all your hurt, all your negative past experiences on this bio. And it's just like, I don't want to entertain this. Like swipe left. 
Um, if they're just like hella demanding as well, like must be this, must be that, must be this. like, it's just like, I feel like you just want someone to control at this point. Like, you know, you're looking for your exact target, you know? So those are things to watch for when it comes to looking at their profile, when it comes to red flags on the dating apps. Again, these are all my opinions. For me personally, when it comes to messaging, when niggas text me grand rising, I feel like that's a red flag. (laughs) And that's because they see me, they see the locks, they see the shells, they see the stuff that I'm talking about. They might check out my Instagram and see that I pull tarot cards every now and again. And they just assume the vibe that I have. So they text me grand rising when I, I went through a phase where I tried to use the Grand Rising, but it just didn't sit right with me. I felt like not genuine using it. And um, yeah, so I don't. And so when other people do that, especially men, I understand that they're doing that because they think that's what I do. So they're trying to appeal to me, <laughs> if this makes sense. And this leads me into another red flag when it comes to messaging. If you're messaging with a guy on these dating apps, and they ask you, they keep asking you like, what, what type of man you like? What are you looking for a man? Like that type of shit. Like I always keep it real short with like little to no details because a lot of these men, one, are trying to morph into what they think you want until they get what they want from you. And then you'll get the, their true side, you know, i.e. they just trying to fuck. And Um, With these men, like they ask exactly what you want again so they can be that for the time being or until they can't do it no longer. So when it comes to the whole grand rising and stuff, that's them assuming the type of guy that I that they expect me when honestly, I just want you to be yourself. Like literally, like don't say grand rising if you don't say grand rising. Like I don't say grand rising. Like they'd be like grand rising and I'd be like, good morning. (laughs) Literally spelled out like that, good morning. Like what's up? Another thing where I feel like, you know, it's kind of a red flag when it comes to like people just trying to fill a void is if like they never ask about you (laughs) or your interests. Like they barely ask any questions, but they love how you're asking all these questions about them. Like they probably just want some attention or whatever for the time being and stuff like that. I feel like a red flag for someone who's trying to fill a void because it's like y'all been talking for three days and he has yet to even ask you, like, what do you do (laughs) for a living? Like, you know, it just shows disinterest and yeah, the conversation is not going to last long. Like I used to be the type that would just literally carry all the emotional baggage of the conversation, like all the carry the fucking conversations. Like I used to do that, like ask all the questions, keep the conversations going. Meanwhile, these same men in their bio will be like, you know, you need to know how to keep up a conversation. Like, you know, saying shit like that when they can't even do it themselves. So when they, if they have that in a bio, that's usually a flag for me. Like you about to try to have me doing all this emotional work. Like, I do not want to do this. Like you just having fun being questioned. And it's just like one Like, I started to feel like I'm interviewing you. Like, there's literally no back and forth. Like, this is like a one-way thing. I'm asking you questions. You're answering that. And then I just ask more questions. Like, this is not a conversation. I don't want to have another long episode. So I'll stop there with the red flags. If you have any red flags that you've experienced when it comes to these dating apps, please let me know on social media, comments on any posts, or, you know, at me on Twitter. But... Yeah, this dating app shit is it's really hard out here in these streets. But I feel like it's kind of the the way now, you know, it's like 
I can honestly say when men approach me on the street nine times out of 10, I'm probably not going to give them the time of day just because of trauma, (laughs) just because of you never know what type of man this is. And as a woman, you know, we got to be extra cautious, rather safe than sorry. So um, honestly, that one out of 10 depends on literally how you do it. Like if we're in a store or something, maybe I'll be a little bit more comfortable. But if I'm walking on the street or doing something and you just run up on me type shit again, and I got some headphones in. Like nine times out of 10, I'm probably not going to give you the time of day unless you like probably say a funny joke to make me or something to make me feel comfortable almost immediately, then no. So with me understanding this and I am like in the space of wanting to like, you know, date and stuff, I'm like, you know, you got to put in a little bit more effort. So that's why I'm just like, let me get on these dating apps. And even if it is for like a month or two at a time, at least I'm putting Sorry, at least I'm putting in some fucking effort. You know what I'm saying? I give myself some credit for that. And it's just like, you know, if it don't, if I don't find the one this time or, you know, connect with someone, then so be it. And it's like, the reason why I say the no expectations, because like, even though we probably not vibe and like for dating, like there's a lot of people I meet on here where it's just like, I would love to be friends with you. And I feel like I made a couple friends. <laughs> I don't know if they feel the same way, but I do feel like I made um, a couple of friends and like, you know, we're friends on social media and stuff and we keep in contact every now and again, now and again. And we might even, you know, create some shit together in the future because they, I tend to match with a whole bunch of creatives. So, um, yeah, that, I think that's dope too. So if I don't, there's no love lost here because you know, it is what it is. Okay, so I want to get into my favorite icebreaker question. Okay, and I can't take credit for this question because I did not come up with it on my own. Like, I did not. And I always, if a guy or someone, like, just like, oh, my God, I love this question. Like, ah, I always had to be like, look, I didn't, because I would just feel like a fraud. I did not take credit. I can't take credit for it. So I got this question from Jesse Boygans Third, He's a dope-ass artist. Um, I was listening to him hardcore back in college, actually. And he had a song, I think it was from the video, Show Me Who You Are. Show me who you are. And he had, like, a part in his video um, where he was asking women, like, 10 questions. It was, like, this or that question, like, beauty or chaos. And, like, just random-ass questions. And I just thought it was just so dope. And one of the questions was... Um, If you had to choose, this is what I usually text out. Go ahead and write it down if you want to. But if you had to choose, would you pick long-term lust or short-term love? So again, the niggas love it, okay? And I love it too because again, in the beginning, I used to always just, it was just icebreaker and then it was just fun. But now seeing how people react, I'm just like, yo, this is actually an excellent icebreaker question. And let me tell you why. So when asking that, I always say, you know, this is a random question. Like, you know, hey, random question to start this conversation. Would you, if you had to choose, would you pick long-term lust or short-term love? I feel that a lot of people, like based on the guy's response, will tell me a lot of how they deal with their hurt. (laughs) Like if they choose long-term or short-term love, then I feel like those people, those type of people, like they appreciate their experiences for what it is. And it's something similar to what I do. Like, you know, they don't necessarily have like crazy expectations um, when it comes to love. And if it happens to be short term love, then they still appreciate it. And they still would choose that over anything else because they love love, you know. But a lot of men, I feel, choose long term lust 
And there's a couple of reasons why I feel they go with that. Um, one of the reason is that they never got over their past hurt. <laughs> so they always be like, I never want to experience hurt again. It's just so hard. Uh, uh, which is like, yes, yeah, true. But it's like, you know, you still got to move on, buddy. So um, they'll also, they'll say things like that. Like, you know, I never want to feel hurt again. So long-term lust. Um, and then there's another one where it's just like, they just want some fucking lust. Like they're not looking for anything serious. Like they, this is what I want. And I noticed too, like the people who are like performing a lot, like, you know, trying to act like, you know, shit is sweet for whatever reason. Usually when I ask this question, um, after they pick lust, like long-term lust, they kind of just like stop hitting me up, <laughs> which is fine. Cause you know, we're not aligned. We're not aligned and that's cool. But it's like, they're probably like, oh, she, she's serious. Like, you know? I just think that's funny. Um, and also, so yeah, those are two reasons why like they haven't got over their hurt or they're literally not looking for anything serious. So they want the long-term lust. And also too, it could, another reason they could just like, you know, light sex. So another thing that I always keep in mind when I do ask this questions and we kind of get in depth afterwards, you know, after initially asking this, you know, we go in a little bit more, but um, I feel like we all, not we all, but I feel like a lot of people have different definitions of when it, um, of lust. <laughs> to me, when I think of lust, I'm thinking strictly you're desiring me for sex. That is what lust is to me, but apparently there are a lot of people have different types of um, definitions for it. So I like to dig a little deeper, but I don't necessarily judge people who like, you know, I asked this too, based on their answer, I definitely keep it in mind. Like, hmm, that's an interesting response, but I can judge a whole character, your whole character off of this one question, but I definitely could get an idea. Um, But then, you know, we'll keep talking more and they'll either continue to confirm some shit or not. But that is my favorite icebreaker question. I feel like now that I'm taking dating a little bit more seriously, a lot more seriously, I dodge a lot of bullets with this one question. Like they could be fine as hell, but then I ask them this question and then it's just like, oh, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. One more last red flag. If I ask you what your birthday is or your sun sign and you like go off on me, like this has been happening to me a lot recently. Cause like I said, I just re-downloaded it. And so I'll be like, Hey, when's your birthday? And they'll just be like, ah, oh, here we go. And it's just like, bruh, like one, let that hurt go. Okay. I'm not whoever you think you're thinking about right now. Like you don't know me. You just met me. So if I can't ask you what your sun sign is or talk about Zodiac or even the astrology, like I feel like I'm not going to be able to be myself. Like you're not going to like me because I'm not going to be myself. And it's just like, if that's something I enjoy, like, why not just listen to it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a huge red flag. And that's something that I definitely would want to avoid. But that's going to be all for this episode. Um, if you like this episode, please be sure to like it, subscribe, share with a friend, especially a friend who's currently using dating apps. Go ahead and send it to them. Um, please follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. Um, if you're interested in your girl, uh, personal social media, I'm on all social media at underscore Smangy. I actually just deactivated my Instagram page uh, just because I just want to take a break from it and just focus on Avocado and Honey and Shell Monies. Speaking of Shell Monies, if you want to support me by getting some fly ass jewelry or hair accessories, um, head over to shellmoneys.store. Um, also, to stay up to date with Shell Monies, it's at Shell Monies on all social media platforms. 
Now let's get into the jam of the week. So this week is definitely, or this week, this jam of the week is definitely aligned with today's episode, at least I feel. Um, it's like two of my favorite people, Tila Savage and Brandy. The song is called Somebody's Son. And I love it because it's like, like they say in the song, it's not going to be another sad song. And it's just like a song about women who desires to be loved, how they want to be loved. And instead of settling, they're just waiting for somebody's son to find them one day. Um, but it's like, you know, they're not waiting in vain. Like they're not waiting in sadness. They're waiting, you know, as a whole, like feeling whole and content with who they are and knowing that someone is going to match that vibe one day. So that's why I appreciate it. Um, also, like they are both just phenomenal artists and I'm just so grateful that they decided to work together. So this week's Jam of the Week is Tiva Savage featuring Brandy, Somebody's Son. Shawty, shawty. 